is up podcast thank you again for tuning in i started the rock Side mma podcast to bring you voices and fight talk and life motivation from all around the world straight to the podcast i hope you enjoy this listen let's go what is going on guys it's arif back from rock titan bringing you fight talk and motivation from fans all around the world and we've got a big podcast for you um today we're going to be bringing you UFC 245 preview and we've got one of my good friends uh, Imran on the podcast today how you doing Imran Hey, we're good, baby. All good. <laughs> you know, just just a little background on Imran. He's, he's a good friend from mine. Met through university, and he's also a huge, huge fight fan. Um, not just at mixed martial arts. He does enjoy other fight fans as well. Imran, tell us, you know, a bit about your love for MMA and why um, you like mixed martial arts. Of course. First off, thank you very much for having me on the podcast. It's a, it's a massive honor no to be a part of this. Pleasure. Um, so why MMA? I think MMA, uh, as you know, in the title, Mixed Martial Arts, um, when we break it down, it is a battle of arts. Um, it's such a beautiful sport where you've got so much versatility coming from uh, loads of different fighters. You know, you get to see a sport where you get the likes of wrestling, jiu-jitsu, uh, Muay Thai, you know, even the casual street fighting elements sort of come into into Boxing. A, an octagon. Yeah. Boxing, exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, you're bringing some of the, the world's biggest contact, like fighting sports, and you just get to mash them up all together, and you just get to see, like, you know, how do we com- combine, like, aspects of wrestling with, like, jiu-jitsu or kickboxing with, you know, like, like karate. You know, it's amazing, like, um, and... You know, it's, a, it's 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 such a it's such a craft that it's not as narrow as certain sports where you have to focus. Let, like, let's say, talk about boxing. You know, you simple. You simply using hands. Uh, when we dive into MMA, you know, we've got to involve so many aspects of ground game. Um, you know, strike game. Uh, grappling, you know, it's just a, it's such an just, incredible just to sport. just to cover our backs uh, on, on the on the on the boxing fans. It's not just as simple <laughs> as using the hands. Um, you know, boxing is a is a tough course, sport, yeah, yeah. but but I completely understand what you're saying. You know, when yeah. it comes to MMA, um, inside that octagon, you know, if if someone, let's say, I'm fighting you, you're 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 opposite me, and your you know your ground game is awesome, right? I know yeah. that I'm not going to want to fight you on the ground. I'm going to try and stay off the ground as much as possible. And I'm going to try and win the fight on the feet. There's just so much aspects to uh, mixed martial arts. It's 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 really a whole mix in 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 the fights that we're going to be seeing at UFC two four five. It's going to be a complete mix of styles. I want to ask you, yeah, um, and this 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 is quite an interesting question for me and one that I want to ask a lot more people is do you prefer when you when you're watching a fight let's say whether it's in the UFC whether it's in the Bellator whether it's one championship wherever it is do you prefer a stand-up game or do you prefer watching a fight being played out on the ground that's a very interesting question or I think it's a tough question it's a very tough question Uh, I think it depends on for me personally it depends on how much, what has developed throughout the fight. I think at the start of the fight, we all love seeing sort of, uh, you know, the strike game. We want to see them going blow to blow, uh, you know, 
like throwing shots at each other's faces, body shots, etc. Um, and that's where you see broken like, noses, broken jaws. Broken nose. That's it. You want to see. You want to see the nitty gritty stuff straight away. Like we we, we want yeah. that excitement of them like just trying to absolutely annihilate each other. And then eventually, when you of course like eventually striking does become very um you know it becomes very tiresome ties tired tiresome what's the word tiresome for them tiresome tiresome yeah tiresome. It becomes very tiresome for them so the, the shots that they landed they're not as you are not feeling it as much you know they look very exhausted and that's when I mean let's look at um. GFC 244, you know, uh, Masvidal yeah. versus Nate Diaz. I mean, yeah. Nate Diaz is a black belt in jiu-jitsu. But right, this guy, yeah. if you want to stand up with him, he'll stay standing up. And That's them right. two, and Masvidal is a ruthless striker. I mean, the first few rounds, until it unfortunately got stopped, it was, yeah. they were just going blow for blow. They were elbows up because right, right, yeah. there was everything in that fight. Um, and that, yeah. was a, that was an awesome fight to watch. It was, it was very beautiful, like, um, in the sense of, you see two fighters that have completely different strengths. You know, Masvidal, Street Jesus. Um, absolutely he's an animal, fight. man. He's an absolute yeah. animal. I would like, we're excited to see what comes next for him and where, where he'll go in the division. And then Nate Diaz, of course. You know, um, I guess the controversy around Nate Diaz is he's just like a he's like a one-for-one fighter. And he'll take a loss. He'll disappear. He'll come back. He'll fight again. But we cannot deny this guy's ground game. You know, the guy who delivered Conor McGregor his first L, purely yeah. because of his, his amazing skills at jiu-jitsu and, of course, probably that, you know, that vegan diet that he's got going on. Yeah, yeah, the gas. We, <laughs> was, talking, we was talking about that yesterday, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, Do yeah, me a yeah. favour. Like, uh, ex- expand on that. Expand that on, on that a little bit. What, okay. what was you looking to there? So for me, um, I was watching this Joe Rogan podcast and it was about, you know, the, the documentary Game Changers. And I thought, you know, like, like let's say me, lovers like me and you, Arif, um, we, we compete love in now. We love meat, like steaks, chicken, whatever. We love it, right? Yeah. Uh, when it yeah. comes to, like, we completely disregard the idea of veganism and we hate, you know, we have a negative stereotype against vegans. Uh, but then I looked into this documentary. Most people do. Most people do. Like, you know, they're like activists the way they the way they behave, and no one likes an activist, right? Yeah, it's true. Of course, it's for true. certain causes. Uh, but so I thought, let me watch this documentary, get a bit of insight because we we have a very objective view of veganism. Like, we don't completely understand it. We just think oh, it's eating plants. We're not. We're not. We don't want to eat. We don't. We don't want to do that. But I looked at this yeah. documentary and it follows the it follows the story about a, a UFC fighter who actually won the Ultimate Fighter, and he he goes down the path of because he was he was injured and he taken out of the sport. He wanted to see what would aid his recovery the best, and he sort of goes down this path of seeing all these athletes that have gone on a plant based diet, and I don't like the results are very small compared to the masses, right? Like most of our athletes are meat eaters. It's a very small percentage that come out as as vegans. But it's like when you hear that, like these uh, these people that have switched to pro like plant based diets have had a slightly better better edge, whether it's like a tenth of a second during a sprint, or whether it's like going for half an hour on battle ropes when they got exhausted on ten minutes. It's, you know, it's like little things like the this. The thing is, when when you're in the oxygen, that makes a massive difference. Whether of it's ten course. seconds or it makes a huge difference. Of you know, the last ten, the last ten seconds on a round, 
yeah. which would mean when you know for you to get off three three or more three or four hooks and yeah, that yeah, could yeah. be the difference in you you winning the fight or winning the fight decision right 100% like imagine like that tenth of a second that where that where a, a elbow can connect to your jaw or to your, you know to the side of your temple imagine that you had that slightest edge because of a plant-based diet um and it allows gives you that you know that just that you know that second win just to dodge that shot yeah, yeah. or have that bit yeah. of energy to sort of survive a, you know and like a nasty shot to the head like even like down to the scientific level of it they were looking at like plasma in the blood and then when you look at plas- crazy. plasma of a meat eater it's all cloudy you look at one of a plant-based eater and it looks so much more healthier and it's just to think like you know you know circulation and stuff like that within our system like imagine you know like the like the alternative of a plant-based diet is probably better for some of these fighters and we've seen it like Nate Diaz has been you know had his head bashed in and all sorts but the heart and the, the fight that he was showing like you know in every single fight that he's yeah, had yeah I think it could carry on I mean there was there was a lot of people saying that, you know, if it did carry on, Nate Diaz always tends to seem to get better as the later rounds go on. I mean, what what would have happened if the fight um, got kept kept rolling on? And I hope as a, a fight fan, we get to see that fight be made in yeah. 2020 or even 2021. Because obviously, Masvidal now is on to bigger and better things That's right. um, with his last three wins. Uh, but hopefully we can see that fight again and the BMF title back on the line. And I'm sure every every fight fan wanna, would want to see that I, fight again. Like, I, I remember saying to you, as soon as the fight happened, I was like, I'm not happy. Like, I wanted to do, like, this could have gone the full five rounds, but obviously because of the, the nasty gash on uh, Nate Diaz's head, they had to, you know, end it as a TKO. But I mean, it, it was bad, but I've seen, I've seen worse. Yeah, uh, we've worse, seen a hell of a lot uh, worse. sports, man. We've, yeah, um, we've seen arms snap out of place and then they snap it back yeah. and they back at it. Like, they... If the full had, what was it, round three that he stopped? Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think the main thing was because it was around the eye socket area. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's probably why the, I mean, it was, apparently the doctor said to Nate Diaz that the fight was going to carry on. Um, but then all of a sudden, once once he got away from Nate, yeah. he, he told the referee to stop the fight. Um, but anyway, that was UFC uh, 244. Um, hopefully, the, we, we get to see them two animals fight again. Yes. Um, but what, what you're talking about is, is very interesting. I've not watched it yet, but from what yeah. you're telling me, um, I'm, I'm, I'm super intrigued. I'm sure the people listening now uh, are super intrigued. Um, yeah. But you're right, there is that stigma against veganism. But I generally think there is, um, you know, that we, we shouldn't eat as much meat as we do. Hmm. Um, because we eat a lot, we eat a lot of meat. Like there's, there's mm. a lot. I mean, for example, many, many years back, they used to have to go out and hunt for the meat, whereas we can just go into shops and literally right. pick up as much meat as yeah, we want and eat exactly. it for breakfast, dinner, and lunch. You know, 100%. like fast food, like meat has been commercialized so easily. Like, yeah, yeah. it's easier so, to so easy. It's cheap as well. It's cheaper than it's, it's actually cheap. cheaper than buying you know, like healthy foods, let's say, let's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you can have meat that's healthy, but like buying fruits and vegetables and things like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, even like when you, let's say you went shopping for some uh, vegan food, like the price on some of these items are ridiculous. It's, if we're, if we're supposed yeah, to, it's pro- crazy, man. It's... If, if we want to promote this whole veganism, plant-based diet, like, you know, let's make it a little bit cheaper, friendly for the, you know, 
Yeah. Well, for the, for the yeah, time exactly. Whereas, yeah, yeah. If I had a pound, I know I can go to Bossman Chicken Shop and I can get a chicken steak and fries. Yeah, right? I go chicken <laughs> chicken.com. Easy. Easily. Go on the high street and, and, and you're and you're sorted. That's well that's it. that's in the UK. I don't I don't know if we've got any uh, global listeners right now, but literally it's as easy it's as easy as that. Um literally. Yeah. Whereas that's a you know that's a great start to this podcast. We're gonna go flying into um UFC two four five. What a card um, what we've a card. got for UFC two four. I am so excited. What a way for the UFC um to be um you know finishing the year. I was watching nice. an interview just you know, I think it was about a day ago, a day ago, Dana White talking about all the massive things that UFC want to be doing for twenty twenty. Yes. But this is a huge end, huge end for um for for 2019 um, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start with amanda nunez versus jermaine de randami now this fight now amanda nunez for me is the best um yes. you know women's fighter in the ufc and for me personally i will say she's the best in the world across any promotion i think she walks into any promotion and she wins um this woman is serious her strike game the way she got rid of uh, chris cyborg um, one of the legends of the game. Um, her quick hands, you know. Even even a gas tank, a gas tank gets late into round, and she can she can knock anyone out at any round. That's right. Um, her last fight against Holly Holmes, incredible kick to the face. To be fair, you know Holly Holmes, her, her head was hanging a bit. Um, you know she kind of asked for it, but that knockout was um, devastating. This fight. I mean, Imran, give me give me a take. I mean, how are you feeling about this fight? I agree. I think Amanda Nunes, hands down, has to be the best. She is hands down the best women's champion that there is, and there probably will be for a long time. Um, such a such an amazing fighter. She, she's like a she's a two division champion, is she? Bantamweight and yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it strawweight? Yeah. Straw? Okay, right, yeah. Um, Two-way champion. That's it. She's taken out some of the great, like you said, Chris Cyborg. She's taken out Ronda Rousey. She's taken out Holly Holmes. Um, I know. And then, of course, she had her fight back with uh, Jermaine. Uh, back at uh, UFC. It's like a couple of years ago, wasn't it? It was a. Uh, it was uh, Nunes' second fight, wasn't it, where she fought Jermaine. And, yep. of course, at that time, it ended as a loss for Jermaine. Uh, but I'm intrigued to see what Jermaine has learned from the first fight, what she's going to bring forward. Like she, you, were, you were talking to me about Jermaine's uh, background. You've got a little bit of insight into Jermaine's background, haven't you? Yeah, like, um, so from what I... Uh, I got a little understanding. I know she was a kickboxing champion. Um, and she had a brief period where her, her... I think she had a wrist injury, a knock on her wrist, and it sort of ruled her out from fighting for a long time. Um, but again, this 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 fighter comes back. She's also taking out, you know, some of the greats. Um, I can't remember now for some reason off the top of my head some of the fights that she's had recently. But um, there's a reason why they've created this matchup. I think it. Uh, I think the first in her last fight, she 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 took she took she took her opponent out uh, on the first punch. Devastating knockout. Uh, this it. woman can strike, man. This woman can strike. And that's why I'm so excited to see this fight. These two. On their feet, it's going to be an absolute showdown. It is. I think it's going to be an incredible fight. Like, who is like 
is this going to be the, like the challenge Nunes is looking for? Is it just going to be like she's literally going to wreck, like just wrecking ball through again, uh, take out, you know, Jermaine and you know, like what's what is next for Amanda Nunes? Like she's like I mean, what? you know, the gifts. Yeah, I, I know, I know, I know what you're saying. I mean, someone who's you know clearly head and shoulders above, um, you know, everyone around her in her division. Um, this is why in Dana White was talking about. Um, finding recruitment and recruiting, recruiting well, so they can still keep finding opponents for these, you know, great champions. And and the UFC always, always, you know, is, is the the best fight, the best, right? And the UFC is awesome at making fights. So I'm sure, um, oh, yeah. you know, Dana and the UFC will keep, will will be able to keep uh, making fights for her. But yeah, looking forward to our fight. I mean, again, this 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 card is full of. Fights that it's, can literally hold their own, hold their own show. Exactly, These yeah, could be, exactly. and that—that's what I love about the UFC, man. It's it's great to see. Going on to um, the Cole main event, we've got Holloway, Max Holloway versus Volkanovski, Alexander Ooh. the Great Volkanovski. Now, right. these two fighters have had an incredible last two years. Um, yes. Imran, how are you feeling? How are you feeling about this fight, man? Oh my gosh. Uh, Holloway, arguably the greatest featherweight that's going right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Amazing strike game. Then you've got Volkanovski, who's just tearing down the division. And this you know, guy, I found out, ha- was a was has got was a rugby player before. He was a rugby player. And he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was over 200, 200 pounds. Like, um, yeah. I, you know, I, and saw now he's, I, saw I think he's at one four five. He's a featherweight. I, I mean, I, I find that actually incredible. That's incredible. How did you lose that much weight? Like, if you see the pictures of him, this guy was a big looking brute. Like, he's not the tallest guy. Like, I think Holloway's. He's like got no stretch him. marks or anything. Nothing. And imagine bringing that brute strength that you had as a two hundred plus pounder, right? And mixing it into your MMA game. I think that's why, like. But watching against Chad Mendes, Chad Mendes is an incredible wrestler. Chad Mendes oh is gosh. an elite level wrestler, and this 100%. guy and Chad Mendes couldn't keep him down. He would Chad Mendes, yeah. of course, would take him take him down, and he would literally get straight back up onto his feet. That just shows you the kind of power this guy has got uh, in his legs. Like, Obviously, from you know, uh, he's just got a lot of power, and it's hard 100%. to keep this guy down. Like you can see, you can see he's very he's very tactical, and he's very he's very. He's very clever when it comes to knowing that he's got to close the distance because that's where his his strength is in that. You know, when it comes to rugby and you get that, that rush, yeah, when you get that yeah, tackle yeah, yeah. on the shoulders. Yeah. He's just, he knows, he's smart enough to know I've got to close distance. He's not he's not yeah. constantly striking, but once he can close that distance, get you on the ground, his ground pound. Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah, it's got incredible. some power. I don't want to be on the back. I mean, that, yeah. that, that's, that, 100%. That's, that's got to be the key to, to Valkanovski winning the fight. And we know, we know who Max Holloway All of us know who Max Holloway is. This guy is yeah, a yeah. mean, mean striker. This guy can strike from different angles. He's, he's, he's like Spider Man. You know, the way this guy, the way this guy, you know, finds the angle to get his shots off. This that's is why, right, this, yeah. again, this fight could easily be a main event. Uh, for for another show, um, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly I'm looking 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 forward to this, um, and now yeah. we go flying into the main event. Okay, yeah. there is there is on, yeah. I want to touch up on the fact that right this that that co-main event card right. You've got 
arguably the best striker in the featherweight division, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you said, Holl- Holloway's re- like his. When you see Holloway, uh, like his fights against uh, Ryan Ortega and Jose Aldo, this guy is scrapping against like Ortega was undefeated. Aldo, yeah. one of the great, one of the greats as well. The way he is pounding on these guys, his strike game is incredible. And then you tie, and then you match him up against someone who closes in on strikers and then brings them to the ground. You know, I think, oh my gosh, it like it's like you said, like the that is a main event in itself. But it's incredible to see, like you know, it's incredible to see this fight happen. But what I want to ask is, what's your? Are we doing predictions? Are we, do you want to do predictions? We'll, we'll, we'll do. We'll do that. We've. That's a good. That's a good idea. We'll do predictions after after we do the main event, okay. um, and fine, yeah, yeah we we'll look forward to know what you guys that are listening will be thinking as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, going on, going into the main event, um, and thing is, this main event is what a main event, and you could look at main this event. main event from different angles, right? Yeah. If you're a casual mixed martial arts fan, and you've been looking around on social media, and you don't, you most likely. Pre- don't like Colby Covington. So you want Kamaru Isman to win um, just because of the fact of that. But if you are a mixed martial arts fan as well, you enjoy watching the fights, you can look at this from the angle of you've got two incredible fighters. A lot of people, a lot of casuals do forget that Colby Covington is a serious fighter. He's an elite yeah. level wrestler. Elite level wrestler. Yes. He's a very, this guy, you know, this guy's pressure is one of the best. The way he applies pressure is one of the best in the UFC and mixed martial arts. You've got Kamaru Usman, again, with devastating wrestling, devastating power. It's a different mm. type of wrestling. The way he power, the way he... I mean, if, if, if you guys that are listening watched him against uh, Tyrone Woodley, who was a, a beyond credible champion yeah. in Tyrone Woodley, excellent mixed martial arts, he literally... Kamaru Usman dominated the fight from round one <laughs> all the way to five, that this guy yeah. is se- serious. He dominated him. It wasn't even a close fight. It wasn't a close fight. Yeah. Um, and, and that's why... That, see, like, yeah. When you got the likes of Tyron Woodley, like you... This guy was bossing the, you know, the welterweight division and then Kamaru comes in and absolutely just... I dominate. It was pure dominate. Like it was devast- devastating to watch. I couldn't believe my eyes what he was, what 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 he was, what he was doing to him. Um, yeah, you know the way that kind of pressure he was applying when when Tyron Woodley was on the ground. I mean, you could look at Tyron Woodley's face. He didn't. He, I don't think the guy knew what to do, man. Um, yeah. The way he was, you know, it was devastating. Um, <laughs> and it's shocking, but yeah, like um, so from. Go on, Karen. Yeah, like. Um, like you were talking on the, you know, the aspect of Covington and his his whole persona. I think yeah, exactly that. The casuals don't like Covington simply because he's this pro-Trump guy. Uh, he talks a lot of smack, uh, etc. Um, and they comp- but I think, I guess that works against this favor because all they all they know about Covington is this. Like, let's say a casual will look at Covington and say, "Oh, he's just this cocky. He's just this cocky fighter." But Trump they don't understand. Trump supporter is a you know is a bit of an ass. We don't like him. But this guy is such an is oh my god is 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 like there's a reason why this guy is you know he held the interim championship. He is such an amazing fighter, and I think 
had it not been for these contract disputes, it would have been. It should have. It should be Covington as, you know, the main welterweight champion. Like, I was. I was, yeah, I I was recently watching a video and an interview with him, and he was just saying how the UFC just didn't give him his break that he was looking for. They didn't. They didn't elevate him on the platform like they should have, and he had to take these matters into his own hands. That's why he created these personas, turned heel, um, and he had and this to. Guy, yeah. he, had, he had to make this character, and, and it worked in his favor. Like you look at, like the greatest, like the greatest shit talker that we have in the UFC is Conor McGregor, undoubtedly, yeah. right? The guy that put, you know, last in over the past few years, put the UFC, you know, massively put on the, the map. UFC. Exactly, and purely because this guy has the most amazing microphone skills, the most charismatic persona that you see on screen, and people along, are along with to... that bomb of a left hand, along with that bomb of a ah. left hand, you know that that that, course, that yeah. yeah, that's what's kept him in the you know is giving him that's all it. the riches and all the fame that he has now. That's it, and we don't in 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 the UFC. Because it's such, I I say it's still a very growing sport. Like, it's still young. It's still young in where it's going. Like, we don't see. Yeah, a lot this of is what I wanted to touch on earlier, which I completely forgot. I mean, the 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 UFC where it is now, and since the past three four years, you've got kids now that would have you know wanted to kick a ball around, right? Growing up, wanting to put on a pair of six ounce gloves, right? Yeah. They're, they're, they're wanting to become they're wanting to go to mixed martial arts gym they're wanting to learn jiu-jitsu right. and this 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 is this is where it's at now you've got the UFC opening up you know they've opened up a performance institute not too far from us yeah. I mean we're from Birmingham but they've opened one up in Nottingham so I don't know why Dana hasn't opened one up in Birmingham instead of Nottingham I don't know what is in Nottingham but 100% you're in the second second biggest city in the in the UK but anyway um you know, you've got you've Nottingham got, you've has got a Taco Bell, I think. <laughs> ha, sorry, uh, Nottingham has a Taco Bell. I think that's why. <laughs> <laughs> probably, yeah, probably, probably. Um, but the thing, the thing is, right, it's it's growing, right? Um, yes. I mean, I, I'll get, I'll give you an example. Um, USC two four four. I looked around, and it was. I mean, this. I, I was in London. Uh, I was down there for family, and I had all my little cousin brothers. I saw my cousin sisters. This was at three o'clock at night, um, waiting for waiting for um, the main event. Main event to start, and I just couldn't believe it. Um, they all fell asleep yeah. by the time you know in the, during the second third round of uh, the Canelo versus Kovalev fight. Um, but you know th- these these guys were staying staying awake f- for this fight, and you know I think that's. Uh, you know that's the same uh, all around the world. People are more and more interested um, in you know in the UFC and looking to UFC going into mixed martial arts. Um, and I think I think it's great to see, man. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, I don't know about you, but growing up, I was like, if I was to take up a contact sport or like a, a like some kind of martial art, I never. Yeah, people are like, what are you doing? As, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't want. To, I wouldn't have. I was never drawn to boxing. I was always drawn to the idea of kickboxing, Muay Thai, yeah. all this sort of stuff. Because yeah. I just thought, yeah, yeah, same. like, yeah, in terms of life experience wise, I'm like, I wasn't aiming to become an athlete or a boxer. But I thought, in terms of life development, I thought kickboxing was a great asset or a skill to have. And then yeah. as I grew up, I started learning about all these techniques, like you know, arts like jujitsu and stuff. And it's such a broad spectrum. And you know, it's like. You're bringing, like, it's like I touched upon it earlier. You're bringing all those elements together, and who wouldn't want to? 
And when you've got a service, like a, a gym that offers mixed martial arts, so they're not only training you in one skill, they're training you in three, four different skills. Um, it's more it's more appealing. It's more appealing to a younger audience, like especially in this day and age of depression and, you know, kids are getting bullied. It's yeah. such a great place to go learn discipline. You'll see, you'll see quite a few mixed martial artists, professional mixed martial artists. The reason why they all dealt, they've went into mixed martial arts is because they were getting bullied, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, like Con- right. Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor around his area, he, 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 I mean, he's said in numerous my interviews, he needed to learn how to um, defend himself because people were getting bullied. And, you know, I think yeah. himself, um, even Kamaru Usman, Recently, in one yeah, of the yeah. UFC embedded shows, he said he started because you know he was getting bullied, and these guys are animals now, right? I, the kind of I, mental strength mixed martial arts gives you—it's—it's. Right. It's, you, there's not a lot of sports that offer that kind of mental strength. Like the main event fights, um, Holloway got bullied at a young age, so he decided yeah. to take up. Uh, I think it was kickboxing. Um, Volkanovski, no, not Volkanovski, Covington as well. He goes, he got bullied, so his dad yeah. took him to wrestling. And that's where it all started for him. And then he sort of went into the world of mixed martial arts. You know, like, it just goes to show you, like... like let me tell you, all- let me tell you, there aren't many guys, there aren't many guys or people in the world who can mess around yeah. with these guys now. Exactly, that's it. So, like, imagine, imagine, like, something as ter- terrible as bullying can create... Look, look at the characters it has created amongst this amongst this whole sport and this whole world. And these are the these are just the ones that are commercialized. It's but crazy, it's man. Like, uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing about sport, though, isn't it? It's such a beautiful thing. I mean, on one on one side, on one perspective, you can look at it as two people beating the crap out of each other, right? Uh, and, yeah. the, and the other, there's so much good that comes from mixed martial arts. You know, the discipline, the mental strength mm. that mixed martial arts can bring you. You know, the the the, right. the desire, the willpower to you know attack life and its problems. There's just so much things that mixed martial arts bring you. And you know, for someone who's recently started, and you know, when we go gym, we have some, we have quite a bit of scraps as well um, during our during yeah, our yeah. workouts. <laughs> we put our gloves down, we go yeah. we go at it. You know, it just brings it yeah, just yeah. brings that mental strength that that mental strength that's that you it. need um you know and if you if you do get punched in that if you do get punched in the face if you do get dropped you, you do your best to get straight back up and that's how you should you know that's live it. life as well 100 like i think you know with most of my life i lived as a sort of pacifist i didn't like violence i didn't like the idea of hitting someone yeah. and then of course recently like the fact that you know we've been creating this discipline in our life and then we started this boxing yeah. sparring sessions and getting hit in the face is like for me personally, as soon as you hit me in the face, Arif, it's like I have this animal instinct that makes me clench my teeth. I'm like, yeah, let's go. You can eat. You can eat. Oh, oh damn! I've got punched. I've got punched in the face. I don't. I, I say I want. I want to shy away. I want to get. I want to get into my shell. I don't want any more of it. But you got. You keep coming. You keep coming at me. And you know, if you have that, if you can have that men- mentality there, whatever life throws at you, <laughs> you can. You can. You can face those two. You know. So now moving on, we're carrying on with the the UFC main event. Um, yes. Now Coving- Covington's Covington's persona, right? Now yes. he's he's had to make the switch. He was about to get caught, um, and I've thought about yeah. this a lot. No matter no, what he's done, I massively still disagree with. You know, he may be a, he yeah. may be a nice guy behind the scenes, yeah, but yeah. The, for what the what the guy stands for, yeah. That that alone, 
I do want to see the guy get yeah. knocked out, and I want to see his lights out. And I hope Usman 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 can bring like, that man. What, what what kind of things? I mean, look, what kind of things like the whole Trump and yeah? Uh, I mean, look, uh, comments he's made about Brazil and yeah, is there? There's certain when you, when you're here, like there's there's certain lines you don't cross, right? Um, and you know, look, I'm I'm a massive yeah. fan of uh, Conor McGregor. I mean, he, he's he's crossed some lines, you know, during the Khabib fight, he did cross some lines. I think these yeah. fighters need to understand if they are just playing this heel. You know, they can't. There's certain lines you don't cross, yeah. and for me, if you do cross those lines, you've got to pay That's for them, right, man. man. Yeah, I think I think he's trying to. I think he's trying too hard at this um, this shit talking game. Like Connor does it fine. You love Connor because that's him. We know Connor. He's always been like this. You know, he started off as a as a trash talker, a loud yeah, mouth. Yeah. You got the likes of you know Ch- uh, Charles Sonnen as well. Like he was a very intelligent trash talker in the way he did. It. He's very intricate. He's very. He's a smart guy. He's actually a smart guy. Is it? He's a very smart guy. Like you can see it in the way he articulates himself. He's very. He's very. He's very intelligent. Um, and I think. Colby tried to draw on these elements and he, he even says like he calls Chael Uncle Uncle Chael. Like I think he's yeah. he's trying to drag these like trying to create these personas like and you know like a lot of people can see through it and you know it's like end of the day if I thought he couldn't if I thought he talks a lot of shit and he gets knocked out, fair enough. But the thing is he he can talk the talk. And he's also walking the walk right now. He, he, he until, certainly is right now. Certainly is right now. And unless, you know, Usman, you know, Kamaru does his thing and sort of takes him out, ends this, you know, unifies the championships. Um, like, I think, if anything, Colby is going to get much worse if he does take, if he does take a W in this event. That's the great thing about this fight. Not only are you know you got the you got the fight aspect. You got two great fighters and two great wrestlers fighting against each each, each other. Right, yeah. You've got the fact that you know you got Colby Covington. Whether you love him or hate him, there's a lot of fans. Yeah. Just purely, they're not necessarily Kamaru Usman fans, but just for the fact that they hate Colby Covington, they hate this guy, they're going to be tuning into UFC 245 just to watch this fight. I think is Covington knows this and he's going to carry on playing this persona yeah. until he gets punched in, the, punched in the face and he gets knocked out. And uh, hopefully, yeah. I'm hoping <laughs> that's at UFC 245. <laughs> man, what a stacked card. I mean, look, talking about this card just gives me goosebumps, man. This, it, it does add... It's a great. It's like you said. It's a great way to end the year, and then look how the year is starting. We're gonna have Cerrone versus Conor McGregor. McGregor yeah, huge fight. We're having we're having Khabib versus Ferguson. Hopefully that goes through. I think that's ah. the third. It's the fourth or fifth time the fights um it's supposed to have that's happened. Right, yeah, um, we've been waiting for it for so long. We need it. Like we need that fight. We just need to see if you know. Like, oh. I can't it, wait! For, I can't wait for that fight either, man. It's it's for me. It's 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 incredible as a as a mixed martial arts fan. I'm sure you guys at home, um, you know, wrap, to to wrap up this podcast, guys. The guys that are listening, thank you. Um, you know, I just I just want to say this podcast is made um, to bring fans all around the world. Um, you know, on this doesn't matter. You know, at what level of knowledge you've got on mixed martial arts as long as you love the game I want you on this podcast hit, hit us up on our socials you got Twitter at Rock Titan you got Instagram um, at 
R-O-C underscore T-I-T-A-N. Um, and yeah, just 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 hit just hit hit us up, man. Um, would love to have you on. Imran, I just want to say awesome podcast, bro. Um, you know, I'm you you, you, I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be hitting you up for a lot more. Um, just for the fact of you the love of your game and the insights you provided today, man. Um, but yeah, thank thank you for that, bro. No, no, it's been a pleasure. Very quickly, I want your yeah. predictions. Yes, uh, yes, predictions. Cards. Let's finish up on predictions. Okay, so yeah. uh, let's start with uh the Amanda Nunes and Jermaine Duran. I mean, uh, I'm going with Amanda Nunes. I think she's never going to lose a fight in her life. Um, yes. I think her hand speed and, and spike and strength and too much. What round? I'm going to go. I think it's going to be a. I think it's going to be a second round. I'm going to go with a second round. Uh, okay. I was thinking the same. I think a second round knockout. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going for that. Um, because they're both both great great strikers, you know the first round is going to be explosive. Yeah. They'll both last the first round. 100%. I think in the second round, um, Amanda Nunes is, you know, just just ability is just gonna just gonna overpower Jermaine. It's, um, that's it, yeah. And you've then you've got the co-main event. I'm gonna go with Max Holloway, best feather best featherweight right now. Um, yeah. I think his <clears throat> striking and his volume is just gonna. Um, Going to overpower uh, Volkanovski, and I'm going to I'm going to go to a decision. I I, I don't think it's going to. Okay. I don't think I don't think there's going to be a KO. I'm going to go for a decision. What do you think? I'm going to be a bit controversial on this, right? Yeah. For some reason, I don't know why I'm feeling like this. I don't yeah. want it to be the case. I want to be proved wrong. I reckon it's going to be a fourth round win. Yeah. To Volkanovski, okay. and I believe okay. I can see it happening. I though think... I can see it happening. That's the thing. I can just imagine a fourth round, ground and pound. Yeah, calls it. yeah, yeah. You know, I, I can definitely, I can definitely see it happening. Um, can't, you know, can't wait, man. Um, yeah. And then you've got the main event. Yeah. <laughs> so you got Kamaru Usman versus Colby Covington. I'm going to say Kamaru Usman's devastating power is going to be too much. I, I, I'm going to see Colby Covington suffocate uh, on the ground. And I'm going to go for a submission in the third round. <laughs> I'm yeah. going for a submission. He's okay. going to pop his head so, open. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I think, okay, first off, I think from what we've seen on the stair now, like, Komaru's going in with a lot of, he's bringing in a lot of emotions to it, whereas Kobe... It's very you know, true, very Kobe, true. It's just yeah. business. Kobe's playing very cool yeah. right now. I think first couple of rounds, uh, I think Usman's going to be very... He's gonna be very. He's gonna be striking a lot, and I think yeah. Kobe. I think Kobe's wrestling game just might just do it for him. And I'm guessing. I, I'm gonna say this one's gonna go the full five rounds to decision, and I think I might just edge it to Kobe, and he's gonna unify the belt. Oh wow! So you got you got a couple of controversial yeah. controversial predictions there. Um, but well, I'm only saying that just yeah. to stir things up a bit. Like, hopefully, I'm wrong. I want my boy Kamaru to win. I want Holloway to win. Yeah, and I want Nunes to win. But we'll see how it goes. We'll see, man. Ex- ex- massively exciting card. Again, Imran, is, thank man. you, bro, uh, for coming on. No and guys, all of you listening, thank you, thank you very much for listening. <laughs> let's keep let's keep this going. We'll be bringing you another podcast after UFC two four five as well, guys. Enjoy Woo! the rest of your day. Peace. Peace.